Idiots Do Improv Stories, the show where two idiots take characters and make up their own narratives as they go. I'm Pegasus. And I'm the Mass Illusion. All right. So yeah, I'm here with Mass Illusions. He's a new new addition to Pixels Media as of joining this podcast, I guess. He'd been on one episode of Variety Hour before. You came on Pixels once too, right? Or am I remembering wrong? Um, you know what? My memory is as shoddy as I think you were supposed to. I think you were supposed to, but then you couldn't. I think that's what it was, that you were supposed to, but you couldn't. Hey, 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 Peggy? Yeah? You know what you just did? What'd I do? You drew out the intro again. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're not restarting. Okay, so just a little 10-second explanation of this podcast before we get into it. It's a podcast where we take a character, whether it's thought of by me or Joey, or by the audience, and we start a narrative about that character. You sound so... And we do improv. Take turns. Before you were... Before you are so lighthearted, now you seem so annoyed. <laughs> You're like, yeah, because you annoyed me. That's what happens when you annoy people to get annoyed. <laughs> you were like, so, this time. <laughs> Just like through my teeth, this time. <laughs> so, for this episode, or first starting, starting story, we have a thief whose name is Connor. And he can shapeshift into whatever he wants. That's the, that's the character pitch. I named him Connor because he was white. Yep. And because I created this character, Joey says I should start. So I'm going to start. So we start off, I'd say, in a medieval setting, in a medieval town. And I'd say Connor has some sort of day profession. I'd say street performing could work. Unless you have any better ideas, Joey. We can collab a little bit as well. Um, I think street performers should be fine. Okay. So he's out on the street, dressed in a jester outfit, juggling and entertaining people. People are giving him tips, you know, that's what's going on. He's dancing and juggling, all that jazz. But a man, a really shady man in a cloak, approaches Connor. Obama. And he says, and he says hey, Connor, we need to talk after your, after your shift is over. I don't know if there's actually shifts in street performing. Once you're done performing. So, Connor finished performing, and he goes to this man. And I think we're going to switch to Joey. This man, he lets him in on a secret. This man tells him about the great wonders of the treasure at the kingdom. Now, no one has ever entered the kingdom in over a hundred years. I think you mean the palace, because the kingdom is like the whole town. The palace. <laughs> mm, the palace. <laughs> so, everyone has always wondered the tre- about the treasures inside, and this man supposedly has lived there for the longest of time. So, okay. Connor, Connor embarks on the journey to find his way into the palace and steal the riches that belie. On to Pegasus. Okay, so he's, he- he's walking through Town Square on his way to the palace. He is still dressed in a street performer outfit. He didn't change. That's how excited he is. He, um, he's walking to the palace, starting to plan like what he's going to do. He's throwing around ideas in his head. When suddenly, he's stopped by a royal guard. Hey, 
You can't be go- going any farther than this. The queen doesn't want anyone near the palace. And with that, we'll switch to Joey. Connor looks up at the guard. He's a, he's a tall dragonborn. A red one, if that. He knows what? it'll be dangerous. He knows he'll be... What? You don't know what a dragonborn is. It's a dragon-human hybrid. Anyway, so, he looks... Okay. He looks up to the dragonborn. He knows if he tries to face him that he will quickly die because of the great strength and wisdom of this man. (laughs) What does wisdom have to do with anything? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Connor quickly retreats and saying, I'm sorry, sir, I just wanted a closer look. He then walks away. He watches from a distance on uh, uh, calculating what the Dragonborn does. He finds the Dragonborn's uh, break times and finds when they when the Dragonborn switches places with the other paladins. He decides that that's the moment to strike, to enter the palace onto Pegasus. And then he realizes that he doesn't need to do any of that. He doesn't need to do this complicated plan because he has another idea. He turns into a snake. He hides, he turns into a snake, and he just slithers. He slithers by undetected. And then all of a sudden, he gets hit by a metal rod. I mean, I guess I guess if you want to forcefully take over the story, go ahead there, Joey. He gets hit by a metal rod. In, okay, in pain, he quickly shapeshifts out of the way. He doesn't know how this happened because he wasn't thinking of changing himself he looks up he looks up to see a master a master of wisdom he he decides to (laughs) (laughs) a master of wisdom (laughs) he decides he decides to confront the master who had clearly known that he was no common snake Okay, you're going to need to give me a, a, a run around of what just happened, because I don't understand you. Okay, so what happened so, was... Um, no, let, me see if I, let me see if I understood. Okay, so he was trying to slither like a snake, and then this master dude smacked him with a metal rod. And then he <laughs> shapeshifted without doing it on purpose. What did he shapeshift into back to himself? Yes. Okay. The pain, and now the, the pain caused him to is, strike back yeah. to himself. Yes. Okay. And the master, the master, the master he, knew he was no ordinary snake, and he's a master of wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks at the. He doesn't know he's the master of wisdom yet. By the way, he looks at the master and says, "How did you know I wasn't just a common snake?" He looks at him, and he looks the. The master looks at him, and he says, "Because boy, the way of chi knows all." He then, his hands then light up in sparks. The master wants to teach Connor his ways because the master knows that, that Connor will quickly die if he tries to enter the castle because the master of wisdom knows all the Pegasus. You have no chance if you go in there as you are now. But if I teach you the true ways to improve your shape-shifting skills... You will be able to make it past the gods and get the treasure that you seek. Insert Karate Kid montage here.
That's Rocky, but whatever. It still goes with it. I was about to start singing, let's get down to business to steal the treasure. Okay, let's go. Okay, the master of wisdom trains Connor to make sure that his shape-shifting is more convincing, is invisible even to people who have the magic to be able to see through shape-shifting usually, and cannot be deactivated by paint. So now, Connor has been trained. You're a fast learner. You are now ready. Hunter, Joey. Connor, Connor has learned a lot from the master, from his now sensei, sensei, for the past six months. He knows exactly what he needs to do. And Sensei, a shapeshifter like himself, has mastered the arts. He has become one with nature and knows exactly what he should do. He decides to sit down with a cup of tea and try and make his plan. Of course, he doesn't know what's in the castle since his master hasn't told, but he knows that it's. There's probably a whole lot of guards that have to make it past in there. How am I going to do it? Hmm. Trying to, trying to add some dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Here, spice it up, you know? He decides to, he decides to walk up to the gate again. He looks up, he finds the same dragonborn there. The one from, the one he remembers because of the scar on his right eye. I thought I told you to get gone, buddy. The queen doesn't want anybody near the palace. I'll arrest you if you do not leave at this instant. He says, yes. I will leave. He has learned a lot about this dragonborn over the time. He hasn't necessarily stalked him, but he's learned about everything he's done in his life. He quickly. How? He quickly. <laughs> he didn't he quick, stalk him, but he knows his entire routine. <laughs> he quickly turns himself into the child of the dragonborn child. What the? F- the dragonborn gets on one knee and says, Son, is this really you? He qu- oh my god! <laughs> he quickly Whoa. pulls out a dagger and slices the third of the guard. Very silent. Whoa. He drags the body into a- into a nearby bush where no one would be able to find it. Inconspicuous bush. He he then proceeds to change into the guard's appearance. He stands at its post till it's his time to switch. When he switches, he walks over to the to the guard station. He walks through the gate. Although he doesn't know the names of the men that he works with, he knows enough about them to get through them. Dialogue entered. Wait, uh, you're gonna need to repeat that. I was kind of distracted. <laughs> okay. So basically, he becomes the he become he shapeshifts into the guard and walks to the guard station. He sees the guard's coworkers, and now you have to decide, like, how he gets to them. Like, no killing, by the way. Just, like, he has to be persuasive. Go ahead. Snap. Okay, so he's trying to get into the palace now? Yes. And he doesn't have the jurisdiction to do that? No, no, no. He has the the jurisdiction to do that. He needs to, but these co-workers are his friends, so they'll know if it's not him or not. So you have to be, like, on your game. Like, he has to be, like, very persuasive on, on why he needs to go to where he's not uh, routine to go. Hey guys, I just need to use the bathroom on my break here. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's the most obvious answer. Okay, uh, I'll play I'll play so. the I'll play the friends. One of the orcs in the pack quickly rebuttals, but 
But sir, you always use the bush over there. No one even goes by that bush. It's remarked to be yours. Yeah, I know. But what happened was, you're going to love this. It's really funny. Um, last time I went to go to the bathroom, there, so, there was a bunch of fire ants in that bush. And they all, they all bit my dick. And it was horrible. It, it was terrible. It itched for weeks. And I couldn't deal with it. So now I don't want to go to the bathroom in that bush anymore. Huh. I see. This has never bothered you before. Maybe yeah, the fire ants just showed up, dude. I don't know. Maybe you're Somebody finally going through puberty. Sabotage. Okay. I guess I'll have to let you in, but it's not my job. You're going to have to go to the headmaster over there and see what you can do. The bathroom is for the royal family. If you want to be in there, you have to get permission by the butler himself. Okay, so is it my turn now or is it your turn? Because I have an idea for where this is going to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll be the butler. Okay, so he walks in and he... Is there any immediate place he could hide before encountering the butler? Um, there's a wheelbarrow full of pumpkins. He can hide behind okay, so he, it as long as he turns himself into a pumpkin. He, hi- he turns himself to a pumpkin and hides in the wheelbarrow. And then once he, ne- re- once he makes sure that nobody's like staring at the wheelbarrow, he turns into a ant. And as a tiny little ant, he starts to crawl through the palace to try to find this treasure. And now, Joey, you can decide what happens from there. He quickly approaches the entering gate to see the butler standing right there. He already knows that the butler is waiting for the royal family to arrive. They were out at another castle. They were making a treaty. (laughs) Do you have to tell it in this, like, weird voice? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll be a little more subtle. So, the... So the royal family was at a castle um, doing a treaty with another kingdom. They were expected to come back only an hour or so later. So the butler was waiting at the door for them and also... Just remember, um, Connor is an ant right now, so he's not immediately recognizable. Yes. Connor quickly goes in to a colony of ants. As a shapeshifter... Is there a colony of ants in this palace? You'd think they'd have an exterminator around to make sure... God, this is medieval time. Shut up. <laughs> he sees the colony of ants and he decides to play along. A stray ant out of the pack would be immediately killed, although cuz Butler is a lizard folk himself. So he decides to play along with the troops. What he does is he make- mimics himself to look like the queen ant once he gets inside. He leads them through. Now, what does he do exactly to get past? The lizard folk is quite extraordinary. What he does is he climbs into one of the pumpkins. As he's there, all the other ants can see him lying. They all they all go up to the pumpkin and raise it. As Connor moves, the ants can sense the queen, so they follow where he goes. It's sort of a contraption on his own. While another guard looks over to see a pumpkin moving towards the lizard folk. He says nothing. He thinks it's ordinary. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just thought that was kind of funny. So, Wait, a pumpkin rolling around is just like normal? Uh-huh. He, he, he thinks it's normal. <laughs> a guard a guard goes up the guard goes up to it and sees it. He says, oh, this must have fallen. 
Connor quickly burrowed himself into the side of the pumpkin. As he lied, the guard picked up the pumpkin, and instead of putting it back, he handed it to the butler for him to decide what to do to it. The butler thought it was not pristine enough for the royal family, so he so he takes it and gracefully this throws pumpkin it. pumpkin is not appropriate levels of pristine. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's dirty on the floor. So he walks inside to throw the, the pumpkin into the trash chute. Right as the pumpkin rolls down, Connor quickly jumps off into the, onto the ledge of the trash chute. The lizard folk, surprisingly, doesn't sense him there. He quickly... He quickly crawls down and sees a hole. He decides to turn himself into a mouse and hope that he won't be spotted. He goes. He ventures through the hole to find a cave system. Now there are multiple paths. There's the left, the middle, the right, the upper left, the upper middle, and the upper right. You can go, Pegasus. Okay, so he's gonna go to the left. And as he goes to the left, he's going to go through this cave and it's going to lead him forward in the castle because that's how the direction worked. So he's getting somewhere and he's he's trying to find the exit to the tunnel and he finally does find it. When he finds it, he finds himself farther far enough so that he doesn't see the butler anymore somewhere in the castle. And he runs, he sees a couple of guards but he's able to slip past them undetected because he's a tiny little mouse. And he comes across three doors. The doors are labeled men's room. Or no, I guess since they're like reserved bathroom, king's room, queen's room, and throne room. Now I'll leave it to Joey to decide which door he goes through and what he does from there. Now, the mouse knows that the king wouldn't just simply label his bathroom since this is his own castle. He knows that this is quickly a trap and decides to walk over. Why would there be a trap? He decides to walk over to the throne room. He opens the door just ever so slightly. I mean, before, beforehand, he turns you. himself... The whole point of the show is I can't say no. But beforehand, I mean, Hmm. Beforehand, he turns himself into an octopus, so he can just slide slightly forward to see without triggering anything that could possibly happen. He looks through, and there is no throne room there. It is a pile of watermelons. And okay, as he looks at the back side of the door, he sees a redstone contraption. He decides not to trigger it and quickly closes the door before it can activate. He looks at the other two doors and he decides that what he just did there was way too risky for him to decide to go there. So what he does is he turns himself into a mole and quickly carves in between the holes of the of the doors. He can so he finds himself far enough where he hits stone. Meaning that he has, and he's at the end of the wall. He goes back about five feet and then digs a hole on one side and then the other to see, to see what is inside. Now, the king's room. It is very classy. As you can see by the door, it was quite a trap. It led into a cage that would not open from the inside. But it was no lie. 
It was. It was. It was the king's room. How paranoid are these king and queen that they, they have, have a door that's labeled as a bathroom and there's just a cage in there? He looks around and he does see the king's room. He finds a toilet made of gold and a luxury only known by God's toilet paper. <laughs> He decides to turn himself back into human, and although he is excited, he decides to um leave the toilet paper there for now. But, okay, let me take over. Yes, go ahead. Instead of stealing the toilet paper, he realized the gold on the toilet is more valuable, so he pulls out a... You know those like things where people hammer on things, and it's like this little hammer, and then it's like this little spike? No. Okay, well, it's a hammer and a spike. <laughs> you can look it up later. If see if you can figure out what I'm talking about, but he hammers off a, a decent sized piece of this golden toilet, puts it in his uh, thief thief sack, and turns back into an octopus and continues to try to find another path. And he finds five doors, none of, none of which are labeled. There's the one far left, center left, center center right, and far right. Joey, which one does he go through? Now, he decides that this wouldn't be the smartest option. He's already seen the traps laid out in front of him, clearly, by the king. So he decides to take the smart way out, and he doesn't go through either of the doors. He digs a- he turns himself into a rabbit, and since the floor is made out of dirt in this area, he's able to quickly burrow his way under Okay, I'm not allowed to say no. I'm just commenting. I'm just confused why the floor would be dirt. He, because it's a commoner area. So he finds himself in the workplace of a, he finds himself in the workplace of a guard station. Looking at the door, it was perfectly fine. Apparently this time, he was wrong. He sees many guards and for some reason, an indoor outhouse. How this works? I'm not sure, but it does. An indoor outhouse. An in-house. <laughs> he sees many guards and he decides to turn himself into a guard himself. He sees a small elf guard, but this is no normal normal elf. This elf is pasty white and he is very small, with very sharp ears and a goofy face and pointed feet. He he lures the guard out with carrots into the into the bathroom. Sorry, the in house. <laughs> An octopus with carrots is just like. <laughs> oh, I think he's a rabbit right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's not an, o- an no, octopus. I, I'm making the executive decision that he was totally an. He was an octopus, octopus the entire time. <laughs> giving people just an octopus with like a, a carrot in each tentacle the very the very small elf follows him in, into the outhouse as he is very stupid and doesn't know much of himself he quickly subdues the elf and takes his appearance he finds in his pocket a, a word not just any word the most horrendous w- word in the world if you say the N-word on a Pixels Media podcast... Shut up, I'm not. He sees a name tag. It's Obama, get down. He sees a name tag. It says Hermie. Hermie the Misfit Elf. 
Hermie is quite a fitting name for this character because he is quite goofy and small and, as you can say, a misfit. He quickly walks out of the outhouse eating a carrot because, well, that's what elves do, apparently. And, and he finds himself basically snapping his neck to look all the way up at a dragonborn. Now, this dragonborn looks very familiar. This dragonborn is the son of the dragonborn you killed. Uh, you find yourself in a very awkward state because you never knew that the, the you never knew the child that you were grew up already and became a god himself. You don't know what to do because when he attempts to talk to you, you simply run away. Because you can't handle how deep it would be onto Pegasus. Where does he run to? Okay, so before he runs, I want to say, I want to do a little thing. He totally, he totally slips that gold that he stole before somewhere where the kid finds it later. And the kid is like super happy because he's rich now. Just to make up for the fact that he just murdered his dad. Mm-hmm. And then he continues on. Sneaking through the guards by turning into the sm- literal smallest thing. What is the smallest living thing that can move on its own? Mosquito, maybe? I don't know. It turns into a mosquito. No, no, no. It turns into a gnat, which is like a baby fly. Yeah, I know. What a gnat is. So it turns into a gnat, flies through all the guards undetected. And then he comes across another set of five doors. Same same thing, you know. Far left, center left, center, far, center right, that, far right. That's, that's six. No, that's five. Far left, center left, center, center right, and far right. That's five. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. So, Joey, (laughs) it's on to you. Okay. Now, he looks at the doors, and each one is the same. Beforehand, they had different colors or even a label. This time, they're all the same door. Now, it's not much of a corridor. If anything, they look like bedrooms so he quickly turns himself back into his normal state he walks through one of the doors to find to find simply an empty room a bed frame waiting there he decides to say nothing as he knows family it's a mansion with many rooms so it's you're bound to find a couple empty he goes through the next empty the next, empty. The next, empty. The next, empty. He finally goes to the last one. He opens it, expecting it to be empty again, but he never, ever misses an opportunity. He opens it to find a cradle. A baby cradle. Just oh, no. sitting sitting there in the corner. There's a... What's the dangly thing called? The stars. Uh, I think it's called a mobile. A yeah, a mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a mobile, you're right. With a mobile hanging above it, he looks into the, he looks into the baby. Uh, what's it called? I forgot the name of the baby crib. A crib. crib. Yeah, he looks into the crib. <laughs> he looks into the crib to find simply a blanket. He sees no importance in this room, yet he gets a dark, sinister feeling being here. It feels wrong that he's in this room. 
he looks at the blanket and it has a very, very unique pattern. It's flowers and the sun. It's pink and blue. He decides to grab it and he decides to grab it and stuff it in his bag. He doesn't know what else to do with this room. As he as he leaves, he hears the wind whisper onto you, but So the wind whispers to him. No, the wind doesn't doing? actually speak. Hey, this is my turn. No, it's a metaphor. Oh my god. So the wind whispers to him, Hey, what are you doing here? And then the wind manifests itself into a person. Zay. Wind spirit. And Connor is taken aback by this. He's very confused. It's like wind. It's like basically just wind. But it's like, it's not completely transparent. It's slightly like, it's kind of like smoke. So it's just so you can see it, right? So fog. Yeah. And it's just formed into like the shape of a person. Good. So Connor, he's got to think of a way to fight this really fast. And then he does. He turns himself into a very large fat. And he says, it's time... It's time to suck him up because I have nothing better. I was going to try to think of something clever. It, did, it didn't work. So he sucks up the wind spirit into his giant vacuum, which is him. And then he turns back into a human and goes through the next door. And the next door, he sees the queen is in there, but he doesn't, she doesn't see him, thankfully. And he's able to turn himself into a small, tiny bug before she turns around to where the door was open. So she just assumed that it was the wind that opened the door and just ignores it. So now on to Joey. Now, he's suddenly approaching the queen. So he could hop on her shoulder and then find the way to the palace. He has never once seen the queen before, but he can quickly recognize her by the by the golden dress she wears in the crown upon her head. As he's about to lay flat on his shoulder, all of a sudden, a spark in his stomach starts to arouse. He starts to fiddle around, and he feels like he can't control what he's doing. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he passes. He wakes up. He wakes up in the closet. He doesn't know what to do. It's very dark, but with a small dim light from the outside. He, as he, he closes his eyes to blink and he sees an image. He, he decides to close them again, but keep them closed so he can see maybe what he saw. It was the wind. The wind spoke to him. Hello? Who are you? Connor quickly, Connor quickly rebuttals and says, Who are you? He says, I don't know who I am. I'm just a boy. <laughs> Did he give him amnesia by sucking him up? Shut up. I'm not done yet. It's gonna be deep because you wanted story. Okay. All I know is that my mommy is through that door. Your mother? Connor Connor keeps one eyes one eye closed so he can keep an eye on the ch- child made of fog. He looks but with his other eye, he looks through the door and he sees the queen in the exact same stance she was before, combing her hair. He decides to close his eyes again so he can talk to him. He speaks to him through his mind as if he can hear him that way. He says, yeah, I've seen you've grabbed my blanket. He's, and he, he, 
with his imagination, he pulls the blanket out of his figurative backpack and he says, this one? He hands it to him and he says, thank you, thank you very much. The boy then fiddles away and then he opens his eyes. To I see- love how we pulled this like deep emotional narrative out of me as a joke taking the wind whispered literally. Mm-hmm. No, no, Shalatan. He sees the smoke rise away, and as he can still see a small outline of the boy rises up to the heavens. He then, he then looks back at the queen. The queen seems worried. She seems confused. The queen all of a sudden drops on her knees, crying, and then you see the king rush in. Honey, what is wrong? I've heard your sorrows. She quickly, she quickly cries again. It's our boy. I rem- I'm starting to remember him again. The king quickly says, Honey, he died long ago. Need to get over it. The, the, king, the king slaps the queen. This is nonsense. Whoa! This is nonsense you speak of. Our boy is gone, and there is nothing we can do. He storms out of us. Can we name these? Can, can we name these characters King Asperger and Queen Jackie? <laughs> no. Damn uh, it. How, how about King? How about King Arthur and Queen Elizabeth? You know, sure. two, two fictional kings and his uh, king and queens. But do you get the reference though? I I get, I get the reference. I didn't know you were a monkey fan. I didn't know you got the Asperger reference. I kind of get it. My friend watches it. Anyway, let's get back into the news. My Okay. Connor doesn't know what to do. He he walks out of the door and he just stands there in front of the queen. He hasn't transformed anything and he just looks at her with sorrow. She hears the door open, and she turns around to see him standing there. He qu- Wait, what? She Connor just and- without tra- Connor just in his normal form is looking at the queen? Mm-hmm. She looks up at him, and she doesn't scream. She doesn't cry for help. She walks up to him and puts a hand on his shoulder. Who are you? How, out of the hundreds of years, this castle has been locked? How have you gotten... Connor senses something in her. The chi he has learned from his master has given him somewhat of a spidey sense of his own. So, yeah, I don't know what else to compare it to. The queen sits him down and chats. He quickly explains everything and how he saw it. I came to steal your shit. She, she tells him how she hates this castle, how she wishes one day she can open the doors and let everyone be united into, in peace and harmony. Alright, let me take over here, and then Connor says, perhaps we could achieve that for together. But in no, exchange, don't you dare, don't you dare, don't you dare. But in exchange, I heard, I heard there's a treasure in here. Oh, I thought you were going to make a mouse sex. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I heard, well, you're Pegasus, so... Okay, go ahead. I heard there's some treasure. 
And I'm not talking about the gems. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, just go just go ahead. So he says that, and the queen says, Oh, so that's why you came here. But your proposal intrigues me. You found your way in. I bet you could find your way out. I'll lead you to the treasure. And now, Joey's turn. The queen and Connor quickly scuttle down the hall, trying not to be seen. Connor does Connor knows that if he were to change in front of the queen, she would she would always know him as a freak. Shapeshifters aren't recognized in this neighborhood in this I was about to say neighborhood in this world as friendly. I don't think she gives a shit at this point. She's um she's They're already all- just wait. wait. So, they scuttle down to the treasure room, only four corridors away. She opens the door to see the king standing there. The king quickly gets up, and Connor is hiding behind the door. What are you doing here? She looks over. She looks over at what the king is doing, and simply he is rearranging his gold and silver for the fiftieth time in this week. She says, do you seriously have to do that every single day, multiple times, hour? He says, Wait, yes. so is Connor hiding right now? Yes, he's hiding behind a door. Okay. But he knows if he shapeshifts, the queen will know him as a freak, so he can't do that. Because, like, yeah. Anyway, so. Does he want to bone the queen? Is, no, that, is that what we're deciding? No, he doesn't want to bone the queen. He wants to get recognition from the queen so she won't, like, because okay, okay. the queen's not going to make a deal with a freak. <laughs> recognition, quote unquote. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> okay. You can take over on what the king and the queen have a conversation about while Connor listens in. Oh, look at what we've achieved together, my beautiful life. So much gold and jewels. We are all powerful. Don't you understand that? But I don't want to be all powerful. Okay, we're doing king and queen. Why not? Because I want... I have to say this. I want the people to live knowing who they worship. We don't need to reveal ourselves to the people. That gives them the chance to attack us. If we rule from the shadows... They won't know who to target when they try to revolt. They see, they should see our castle as a beacon of hope, not a scarce dry land that leaves the kingdom in anarchy. King Arthur, that is your name, correct? Why don't you become a king? Stand up to who really should be. Your great-grandfathers years ago. They should have known this. And you should too. I'm really upset that they're not King Asperger and Queen Jackie. I'm just gonna say No, that. they're not gonna they're not gonna be King Asperger <laughs> or King Jackie. <laughs> Go ahead. Nonsense. Nonsense. Look at what we all have all the riches and the treasure. My lord, don't you understand that this isn't your place? This is ours. I should have a say in the decision. The king slaps her to the floor. <laughs> Don't you talk to me this way, wench. I think that's what they call women when yeah. they're mad at them. Okay, take Don't it away. Don't you talk to me that way, wench. We 
have all power. I have all power. And I refuse to change anything. Envy Queen, we gonna continue or Yeah, hold on oh, just give me a second. Yeah, Gigi can edit this out, it'll be alright. Hold on. I think we should end it here for now. Like leave it a bit on a cliffhanger. Nah man, we we need at least an hour. Hold on. Okay. So go ahead and okay, so, do this stuff. Yeah, I said that the king that the king slapped her to the floor and said, Look at all the power we have, look at all the power I have. I refuse to change anything, and now it's your turn as the queen to talk. I am Queen Elizabeth of the land. I should know what I want for my people, and you will not stand in the way. She pushes And I am King Asper. Okay, I... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, continue. No, you have to say King Arthur. Okay, fine. And I... And King Arthur, and I refuse to let my wife order me around. I am the king. This is not your doing. She pushes him into the pile of gold. He isn't dead, but he's knocked out bleeding. Connor quickly rushes into the room to see if the, see if the queen is okay. Connor and the queen quickly leave to be continued. Wait, don't. Wait, no, hold on. Let me addendum to that real quick. Connor uh, fills his bag with gold and gems and shit, and then they leave. <laughs> to be continued. Dun, no, dun, we haven't dun, even dun, been dun, going dun. an hour yet. No, we. Oh, I want to, but my purr. Okay, yeah, Jinji, cut this out. We'll continue later. To be continued. Okay. Thank you for listening to Two Idiots Do Improv. Joey, where can our listeners find you? Um uh YouTube. Make a Twitter. Do it. I command you. I don't want one. I, I bid it be. Create a Twitter. I mean, the closest thing I have to that is a meme account on Instagram. So since this is a production of Pixels Media, I would like to bring to you the attention to the main project of Pixels Media, which is Pixels Polygons of Fun, a video game podcast where me, Jinji, and Kolo Chu talk about any thing, anything under the video game sun. That's her, and that's the thing Jinji says. And that anywhere a podcast is found, as well as Pokemon Variety Hour, which can also be found wherever podcasts are found, and the other shows that can only be found here. So yeah, just browse through this YouTube channel. There's a lot of good stuff. And make and, sure you um, look, and make sure you take a look at Variety Hour soon because I might be joining for an episode. Yeah, we gotta have you on episode at some point soon, and we'll have you maybe on a, as a guest commentator on Survivor at some point. I've been looking for one of those to have. We have. Haven't had one of those since Jinji back in season zero. Well, I'm your host, the Mass Illusion. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done plugging yet. What do you? What else do you need to do? Well, if you want to support Pixels Media monetarily, you can do that in two ways: at Patreon.com/slash/PPAFpodcast, where you can give a monthly pledge for certain rewards, just as an exclusive podcast shout out on the show, and just 
I don't know what the rewards are. There, there's some cool stuff there. <laughs> okay, trust me. And then if you don't go know to your own rewards, tpublic.com/user/ppafpodcast one is where you can buy t-shirts. Which once I make the logo for this show, I'm sure a t-shirt of it will become available. Yes, and, it um, will. Damn, Joey, just commanding. I'll help you make the t-shirt, don't worry. Well, I'm just making the logo. It'll be alright. I'll figure it out. So, possibly if we get the show, if we get Patreon to like $100 a month or some shit, the show will get its own feed. Which I doubt will happen, but you know, if the show, if people, a lot of people listen to the show and want it to be on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, gotta, gotta cuff up that cheddar cheese. Okay. Is this the end now? Because <laughs> Poker Survivor and Universe 7 are already ahead of it, so we gotta have like $120 a month if this show's gonna get a feed. So. Rough it up. Okay, so. (laughs) Damn. So this has been Two Idiots Do Improv. I've been Pegasus. And I've been your host, The Mass Illusion. And we'll see you next time for the second episode of We Gotta Think of a Name for This Story. Um, how about the users pick a name for themselves? The what? The, the, The users. Like the, I have the watchers? Name, I have to name the episode, genius, when I put it up. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll call um, it um, the, tale, the Tale of a Thief. There you go. See you next time for part two of The Tale of a Thief. Have an amazing day. Oh my god, Jason, dear. Thank you for visiting Walmart. Have a, <laughs> have a fantastic day. Uh, Jason, what are you doing here? Bye, everyone. Bye. Bored. (laughs) I told you Jason was going to (laughs) join.